to create or die trying with a guy live on Facebook and on Instagram live. Of course, you can see my guest is in the house today on this victory day, Eid day, Eidul Mubarak to everybody out there uh, celebrating. Yes, I know I should be somewhere in the house chilling right now, but for the show that must go on at all times. So special greeting goes out to all our Muslim brothers and sisters out there. In Mubarak, may the blessings of Ramadan be accrued to all of us by His mercy and grace. I mean, we all find answers to all our prayers. Belumina Interior is joining on Instagram. Belumina, thank you very much, Cassandra. Thanks for joining us. Alright, so, yes, we've been here on Christmas Day before. We've been here on New Year's Day, so I guess it's kind of okay. So, without much ado, let me introduce you to our guest on uh, today's show, Mr... My mother of by well I I call Mad Mood aka Ben Gang aka Nigeria writer. What's up, man? It's an honor to be here. It's really good. Um, happy holidays to happy holidays to everybody out there, brothers and everybody at home. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here on this show. It's my first time. It, it is. Yeah, we've been trying to get you on the show for like ages now, years. Yeah, I thought there would be a bell, like, like a bell or something to welcome me to the Creator Dietary family. Well, what we do for welcome, well, you'll see eventually. Alright, thank you very much Mamadi, for joining us today. It's wonderful having you here. For those just joining us for the first time, where well, you can watch past episodes of the show on my page on Facebook and my page on Instagram, or you can log on to www.anchor.fm slash create or die trying to listen to podcasts of the show. And that can lead you to a variety of platforms that we have the show on, like uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on uh, Google Podcasts as well, that Android Podcast. And uh, Mamodi, I see you, bro, that's Tony Moby. Get to your Korean. Eyes. Eyes on you, right? <laughs> The guy shout there. We'll see you too, Tony. Thanks very much for joining us on Facebook. So, you can listen to podcasts on all these platforms. You can find it on anchor.fm. We'll probably share the link of, of this episode and previous episodes on this page as, as we go on with the show. All right. So, I know the week has been an interesting one and there's quite a lot of things going on in the country right now. We know and good things are happening. And a special mention to Bola Yalasa out there and the post today about... Uh, uh, reunion recently this past Easter with the obese. It, it, we're going to do a special on that later on. I'm going to tell you guys a lot more about the obese and uh, the role they played in grooming who I am and the rest of the emperors and what ICS has become today. So uh, thank you very much for getting getting that out there. So our topic today, I want to just dive into it. You are a writer. Yeah. Right? Yes. And a lawyer, by the way. For those who don't know, it's okay. a writer and a lawyer. Okay, thank God. Do you write just comic books or do you have, you write beyond comic um, books? I write beyond comic books, but comic book is like my major focus. Um, okay. There are some things I can't talk about based on... Um, Projects under the radar, you know, things not yet agreements and all that. And being a lawyer, you want to stick to those things? Oh, a lawyer that's not sticking to the law is kind of very... A lawyer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of not, it's kind of ironic. So yes, we're no spoilers. I, yeah, I can't talk about that, but I do more than just comic book writing. But comic okay. book writing is the major focus. It's like what I'm putting all my effort into now doing. to try and master the ability of comic book writing. Okay, so in more ways, I won't be able to be a writer, comic book writer. Uh, being a lawyer is a little bit about storytelling, isn't it? Sometimes while you're in the court. Well, yes, because um, basically. 
in, in relation to certain arguments or pre pre presenting your case to the yeah. court, you're trying to tell a story or Build a sequence of events, events that occurred so that the court or the judge can follow your narration Narrative and, of what get is going to on. Find out, yes, and get yeah. to find out the truth or the, um, the crux of the matter. Interesting. Okay, so I guess we are seriously in line with our topic today, which is um, having a story versus telling a story. Now, to be honest, that title was a bit of, uh, of a confusion for a lot of people when I shared it in the office. Even when I shared it with you, it was a bit I'm like, wait a minute, isn't having a story the same thing as telling a story? I mean, like, I mean, seriously. But on, on deeper observation, one can easily see how there's a difference in the two. You understand? Uh, there, was, there was an analogy that came to my mind, like, um, you know it's possible to have a good storytelling and a bad story. Yes. And have a bad storytelling and a good story. Yes. You understand? I was watching a video recently. This guy had a pineapple, he poured hot water on it, sprayed it with fire, sprayed it with something, put it in whiskey, put it in all of that, tapped it, tapped it, did some tapping, some magic, magic stuff. I was glued to this video for like five minutes. And then he put, cut the pineapple open to bring out Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> now, the story didn't have any kind of sense, but it was told in such a way that I was engaged throughout the entire five minutes of video, only to find out that, wait, wait, wait there was no payoff. <laughs> but it got me engaged. Yeah, so that, that gives me an idea about the difference. So what, what's your take that, on that? That, that even gives, uh, it reminds me of a video that's similar to that, but at the end of the video, the guy says, you know, I've just wasted your time for <laughs> the last one minute. And yeah. Thank you very much. So I think it's about translation. Translation. How you translate or how you transform the story that you have okay. into the final work. That act is when you bring in the storytelling. Okay. You have the story, but how do you tell it? Is now how do you translate it from your, your no, thoughts, your yeah. imagination, your ideas of what the story is to it's what? something that the reader can read and follow you on this journey. Okay. Follow your story. All right. Sorry, let me just recognize that two, three... Uh, is that 250? Yeah, 250 for events. For events, and then Salis hey, Cheddar. And then Kende. I didn't get yours. Is that, is that it? Thank you for joining Thank you very much for joining us on Instagram. Okay, so now, Mamada, you, you, you have been, you've been writing for quite a while, right? Uh, can you run us through your own process for uh, translating your story into a storytelling uh, 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 format? Okay, um, first of all, I want to let everybody know that. For each person is different. Okay. It's, it's very different for each person when you're trying to first of all create an idea, then transform that idea into a story or a finished pro project. It's very, it's very different. Now, for years when I first started, people used to tell me, like I told you earlier, that writing a story is a journey. Yeah. You have to walk <laughs> through the desert. When you see John the Baptist, you know you are close. Okay. But for me, it was always different for me. All right. Um, Basically, stories, I write my stories based on two different levels. First of all, it's a story that hits me. We okay. all have stories that hit us. It just comes so like just that. Just sitting down. God knows what you're doing in the loo or something. You're playing with a viral and a plane flies over. Then, you know, you see a billboard, then lights sparkle, and all of a sudden, you're writing Serenity. a story about a super plane or something. Okay. So all right, you don't even know how the source of the story, yeah, but just like a combination of things that you can't fully explain. Yeah, just, boom, yeah, you have a story. Just, it just comes about, and there's a story you think of. Now, for stories that just come about, the first thing I want to do is write whatever 
information, knowledge, idea, just write it down. Get it. Whatever comes with that yeah, story idea, just, comes, just write it down. Note if it. It's, you know, like a super plane that you know has I'm, I'm become sentient or something. Exactly. Just write it down. Now when it's an idea, it's almost the same thing. The difference is when an idea comes to me, I write it first. Right. Once I write it first, I try and reduce my story into the simplest format whatsoever. Yeah. My mother is coming to see Sir Guy for Create or Die Try. That is my story. Exactly. That, 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 that's the story. That's simple. Story to that level. That's the core of the story. That that's what makes core. it what it is, okay? So it's almost like coming up close. Now, that is the up close personal core of the story. So what I'm going to try and do is try and Tell it. Go back out. Okay. So as I'm zooming out, it's becoming bigger. So I'm trying to flesh out that simple narrative to be something bigger. Now, why would my mother come to see Sir Guy to be on Great or Die Time? What is Great or Die Time? So exactly. Those are details that, that you begin to fill up as things go. Something yes. just happened. Sorry. I think we got caught up on Instagram. I don't know, maybe it's an internet situation. Okay, but we're back yeah, on Instagram now. Maybe they're going to celebrate. Hey, 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 you need people operating the switches. All right, Sarah does the problem said, Mamoudi, Meldan's interpreted the reporter. Well done, sir. Thank you very much. Well I'm, done. I'm well done, sir. Thank Sarah, you. thank you very much for tuning in and being the ah, awesomeness that you are. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so. Yeah, I was saying, saying. Yeah, I was saying. So, so zoom I'm out. kind of like zooming out. So I'm fleshing out the initial simple idea. Now, it's important to note that that simple idea has a beginning and somewhat has an end. Okay. So, what I try to do when I flesh out is know my beginning and automatically know my end. Know the end. Because I don't want to get lost along the way. The way. Because if you don't know the end at the beginning, sometimes some, some people get actually get stuck. I know a lot of writers who get stuck somewhere in the studio, like, how do I end this? They have built something so great. Yes. Like most Nigerians, sorry to say this, Nollywood movies. They have built a story so intricate that. To God be the glory. Yeah, Everything and, just ends in the church. You don't know, at times, you don't even know when your story has ended. You don't know. True. You keep going. Yeah. You think it continues, but your story has already Actually ended. ended. Exactly. Which is why you get some um, TV shows. Now, this is me subjective. All right. TV shows Before that... Before are pointed. <laughs> some TV shows that you feel, oh, they should have ended. So they have told what they needed to yeah. tell. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else yeah, to tell now. Stretching. It's possible they had their ending or they didn't have one. Yeah. and they just kept on going they just kept telling the story so once I start out. fleshing it out and I know my beginning, my end I don't stress too much on the middle Okay. but a lot of foundation needs to be built for me when I'm writing the story my beginning the foundation has to be very solid All right. because I've gotten to a certain level where once the foundation is strong mm. it gets to a place where due, um, through intuition the story begins to tell itself Self. That, I guess that, that's, that's the same I've been waiting for because a lot of writers say that like, don't tell the story let the story tell itself uh, it's a way to just sound very flat <laughs> it's, it's true intuition because there are some things that just come almost okay. automatically yeah. like you're watching a movie and someone says something you know the next line has come exactly because almost it just, just flows you realize that this has to be the next thing to say. Yeah, one point. of the uh, a big example is for those who watch Empire. There's an okay. episode of Empire they were in the prison and Ludacris was there. And Ludacris says, lock them up. And the moment he says, lock them up, I automatically say, all of them. <laughs> because that is the next thing that... Since I'm talking to the writer, we have like, lock them up. All, all of them. them. So After the pause. The, the intuition now comes into play. Okay. When there's a very strong foundation, because most times once this foundation is solid, for me, 
The questions I'm asking, the answers are usually somewhere in there. Go back to the foundation yeah. to build on whatever yeah. questions you have about the next phase in the story you're writing. Now, um, tell them. This, this, there's an important part of my writing, and I think um, this is very important for writers out there. Okay. People talk about um, going for lectures, learn how to write. People talk about going for a mentor. For me, the most important thing is understanding who you are as a writer. Okay. Know your strengths and know your weaknesses, because that will help you better tell your story. Sorry. Know how to tell your story in your own way. Now, okay. imagine someone who has an affinity for horror. Horror comes naturally to him, yeah. and he spends his time trying to write a romance novel. Somebody's gonna die. <laughs> that may not come out very well. Yeah, I mean, ultimately you're gonna be reading a horror story with some form of romance somewhere in there. But once you know what you're good at and once you know what you're bad at, yeah. you can spend time getting better at what you're good at and learning, learning what you're what not so good at yet. Which okay. is what I used to do. I used to be fighter, fighting, you know, I used to be writing a lot of fight scenes. scenes. I love fight scenes. Action you scenes. Know, someone just... The Michael B of writing. Give my father. <laughs> then we start fighting. <laughs> so, when I realized that that was what I was good at and I was very bad in plotting. Okay. Very bad in that. Creating job. all those nitty gritty yeah, in there. Very bad. I decided, okay, I want to learn these things. And as I was learning, I understood that I'm a fan of flow. Okay. I love my stories to so flow. Yeah, to have this kind of seamless, yes, seamless relationship interconnectivity. So that's what I try and focus on. Okay. So that in a nutshell. But there are, you know, there are other tricks I use here and there for comic book. Okay. There are tricks that I use along the way, but that in a nutshell is how it's what it is. Okay. All right. So now uh, that 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 that's an interesting one. Ketoni joined us on Instagram as well as uh, Lady Zakatina. Uh, that's Katrina, yeah, and then Tune, T-U-N-E, joined also on Instagram. Thank you very much for being with us. Okay, so now, there's a lot in there. You have your process. One, one key thing you have said is about storytelling is almost personal. You have to know who you are first, understand exactly what your, what your strengths are and, and what you are good at immediately first before proceeding to do that. Now, in the concept of um, um, having a story, versus telling the story. I think you said something about having a story is almost automatic. It's almost like you can either consciously look for a story yes. or unconsciously receive a story. Yes, no, actually, like it's a true story. <laughs> I was working on a project. Um, someone that may be working online may know because I was working, working, working on a project with him. And out of nowhere, a story pops up in my head. And I couldn't think of the actual work that I wanted to work on until I wrote that particular story. Until I wrote it down, I couldn't think straight. So like, the story it, plagued you. <laughs> it was like a migraine. I couldn't think straight about the other work I wanted to do. Until, until that story yeah. was documented yes. somewhere. I said, look, let's, yes. let's get it out of the brain and piece of paper yes. somewhere. And when, I, when I finished writing it, then I could move on to... Wow, talk about the story processing you guys. <laughs> okay, now, be, beyond this now, there's, there, there are a few things that I, I guess our uh, uh, viewers out there might want to know regarding having a story versus telling a story. I think I said this earlier on before the show started, like, um, the thing to note about uh, having a story is, that is you. Having a story is all on you. You have that story, it's in your head, you created it, you found it out, you researched it, you did whatever it is you want to do, you have a story in your head. Even telling it to yourself is nothing. You understand? Because you, you, can, you can lie to yourself that you're enjoying the story because it's you telling it to yourself. But storytelling is now not about you, but about the people you are telling the story to or for. Alright, so it's one thing to be able to tell the story to yourself and imagine it in your own mind what it's about. So I don't let them to translate that story 
into this. And I, I know a lot of writers out there, including you probably have encountered that. Most artists get this a lot. Where you have something in your mind, the way it sounds in your head, the way it looks, the image looks in your head is perfectly awesome. Then you begin to draw or write. And somewhere along the way, I like that this story is not as awesome as I thought it was. You know, so I, I guess the difference in, in, in that might be to keep in mind that when you're you moving into the process of storytelling, it's not about you, that it is about the audience, about the people you're telling the story to, not necessarily about you as an individual, as a writer, whether, even, funny enough, storytelling is not um, a component of your scripts, yes. right? Storytelling, if you're doing it for comic books, there's a combination of the artwork, the colors, the text, uh, the graphics, as well as the script that is the foundation for the story in itself. You understand? So there, there's always going to be that. So you have uh, that area of, of storytelling, which is, 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 a, is a factor in anything you're doing. Now, we have talked about storytelling on this show before, regarding how to do it, right, things you need to pay attention to. And um, a, a lot of times, and I, I work with a lot of writers, I'm sure you interact yes, with writers too, yes, and then we encounter stories where we know that there is something in here. Like there's a story in here somehow, but it's just, it's not communicating to us, like it's not getting to us as clearly as we want. It's like, you know that this character is doing this thing and this thing is going to lead to this, but you're just not feeling it. Right? I, I think we have seen movies that have brought that out. We know that behind, okay, I'm probably be criticized for this, um, no crucifixion. Um, behind Wonder Woman 1984, there is a story. All right, potentially a good story, but you sit down through the hours, the two hours of that movie, and then you're not sure what that story is. Like um, it's not hitting you. Um, um, what from from my own experience, what I think kind of affects is some of the things I've said. Some of the things I've said, which is hold on a second. Let's get Mamode on his own Facebook so that a lot more of you can actually get to watch uh, the show on Mamode's Facebook uh, as well. So behind the scene, our producer is trying to get things done. So that's, that's yeah, well, uh, yeah, you changed your password like 15 years ago. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so um, as I was saying, and let me be kind of emphasize this before Mamode gets uh, fully back in there. Now, um, having the story is the shortest and smallest part of storytelling. It's the part that you often find you don't even have a control over, and I've experienced this before. I'm sitting in a very private place, whatever that is, and <laughs> right there within the 20, 20, 25 minutes I was in there, I wrote a complete story. It just came to me, and I, I, I wrote it out. Right? I had to work on it later on to further make the, the dialogue, yeah. the yeah. plot and things make sense. All right? But the story wouldn't leave me until I, I, until I wrote it down. And I think I shared it on Facebook. It was one of my first, if not the last story I actually ever I shared on Facebook as just a story, no artwork, nothing for it. So I, I know that can happen. But when you're telling a story to an audience, then it becomes certain rules need to be followed. Yes. Storytelling has uh, a beginning, a middle part, and an ending. There's foundation, there's background, there's dialogue, there's, there's positioning, there's uh, the, the, the plot, there's the view. There's the environment and things that you have to consider when telling a story versus when having a story. Um, I was going to say, sorry, before I had to do one of the um, I was going to say that one of the simplest ways of telling stories is basically action and reaction. Action, action and reaction. reaction. When there's an action, there's automatically a reaction. Reaction, true. In every story. Yeah. So, at times, 
the expected reaction or the possibilities of reactions are things I take into consideration okay. when I write, even when I am writing a fight scene. Okay. For example, when someone throws a punch and someone dodges, he can't automatically start giving him a flying kick while mm -hmm. he's like dodging this. A I mean, it it doesn't kind of yeah. That even requires way beyond storytelling, more understanding of. I don't know, dynamics of physics. So usually, the, the logical question, you know, you ask yourself a series of logical questions when you're debating what happens next. Yeah. Guy asks girl out. Girl says no. What are the possible logical reactions, reactions that boy. he could have? Yeah. You can't just have him automatically start strangulating her. Yeah. For no reason. But one can without just go angry and vex and all that without backgrounds, without something related exactly. to him. Without so connecting those dots. You yeah. can't automatically, uh, automatically go there. So when, excuse me, sorry. So when Mother Woman is wearing the golden armor that allows her, you know. The combination of all of Amazonian, that foundation was built that this is like the highest, best of Amazonian armor. When, when all that is put on and we don't see the effect or the purpose. It didn't become the Voltron sword exactly. of the entire center. Exactly. That was supposed to be the Voltron sword. So Draw it out and the, the story ends. In my own subjective view, I felt that there was a, there was, there's a screenplay somewhere, a script, where she doesn't get her powers back. Okay. So she needs that armor, armor to fly and, and do all the things she needs to do. At the end. That would have made... Awesome. So basically, I look at when I'm writing, I try, you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not best, perfect. but I try my best to look at reactions and actions, possibilities. What could possibly be the possible reaction? And that is storytelling at its basic, before you start talking about action and reaction. And reaction. That's it's at its lowest, the simplest point, before you start talking about Zimmerons, personification, flow, wow. um, yeah, message, into and English composition, <laughs> one word. message, and, you know, and all of that. Yes. And you didn't like so, so they say they, they that that culture that you just mentioned now is something I have observed with a lot of writers, and that's often what choose uh, the, the story of or the storytelling of. And before I address that, even that, let me just mention something quickly. And I think we mentioned this on the show before regarding storytelling. The idea is um, storytelling is a contract between you, the writer, or the person telling the story, and the audience that you're sending that story to. You are not leaving them behind, and they are not in front of you or behind you. You guys are working together along the journey of the story being told. You understand? You are giving them something to react to and to follow. So you cannot give them something to follow and then totally ignore it in the next scene that they're they they going to talk about. Yeah, I, I've been often um, criticized by some certain people for ensuring that my stories seem very simple. Okay. And my stories are very simple. I try to make it very simple so that when I confuse my readers or audience, they can you know, realize where they got lost. Okay, you can easily go back to the point. It's what I call like the Ocean Eleven effect. Okay. And if you watch Ocean Eleven movie, by the time they explain to you what how, just they, happened. how they were able to rob that, that uh -huh. you begin to feel that this man was really silly. You, you saw how they embarrassed the man. Yeah, you saw like, okay, then you link this, and like... Which is how I try to write. So I want the audience to follow me on that journey so that when I, when I do a fast, I play a fast one on them. They don't. They can understand. Oh, this will happen. They don't get lost and end up in their head. What? But you said, and then you, you mentioned, exactly. and then why? What? And then you leave them with so many 
questions and, and none is answered. So I, I guess that contract becomes a key thing between a key difference between having a story and telling that story. You have left just you behind and now you are interacting with your audience and your characters. You are letting your audience, your characters and yourself tell the story together. So now with, with that uh, looked at and, and said action and reaction is something that I think is core a lot. I've seen this um, throw off. I mean, I work with a lot of writers, like I said, and then they put in a script, and then you're seeing something, a character that was defined as this earlier on in the story. Something happens to that character, and the reaction is like, meh. And you wonder, like, but this character is, you just say this character is like the baddest guy in machine, the area boy that can beat up everybody else, and then somebody just slapped him, and then just, uh, and walks away. I, what happened? I mean, that wouldn't be his reaction. He's just very sure of it. I don't know exactly what he's going to do. Or, um, sorry, Superman actually scouting an area before he enters into the lair of the bad guys. That's more of a Batman. You get the gist that that's not Superman. That is that that typical Superman. We are what are they? There, and he enters. Batman is the one that does the research and moves around. So the reaction of Superman to to that story will be different from what Batman would react yeah, and to. Another thing I think would help people, who, you know, writers, is looking at themselves as a reader. Writing okay. a story, then pulling yourself back and trying to read. Like, you know, w when I read some of my work, I, you know, ask myself, will someone really read this? And enjoy it. And enjoy I'll it. get what I'm saying yeah, out of this. Would I, would I sit down and read something like this and, you know, there are times when I would not. <laughs> there are times when I would That's the I best, would, not the best would, way to operate as a yeah, creative. I would, not, I would say, no, this is not. Yeah, this is not yeah, working. They, you know, like you said, there have been times when I'm writing somewhere and halfway through writing it, I, you know, I scratch. Yeah, like, I realize that this, this story is not going the way. It cannot end well, so to yeah, speak. So there's no, there's no real point. And because of that, you want to write a story, even though it's your story, you want to write a story that the audience can enjoy. It's your story, yeah. but you don't want to write something only you can enjoy, you want to write something the audience, audience can. In fact, that's the goal of you telling that story. It's not just about you expressing yourself, it's about ensuring that the story is passed across and the audience gets So there's another question, which is a bigger question. Like I said, actual reaction is the simplest part. Another question comes, who is your audience? Who, exactly, question. who are you talking to? Who are you telling these stories to? Are you Zack Snyder that's telling a story for R-rated and very mature minds? Or are you Spongebob who's telling <laughs> the stories for kids and simple people and there? So you have to take into consideration some of these things while writing stories, which is why certain stories are different. Okay. When I'm writing a story that is comedy-based, it's a different kind of story. When I'm writing a story that is action-based, it's a different kind of story. When I'm writing something drama, mature, because the you know where that is, is going. Because each of the audience is different. It's very different. Okay. So, yes. so I have uh, Equidari's success and then Baby Tudik as well as Toby and Air Natural joining on Instagram Live. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us Ludi. today. All right, Ludi, that's your people. Yeah, uh, support him. my money. All right. So now, obviously, there are stories that you have written that you can tell us about, right? Well, yes. They are, they are, whether they are TV, animation, or comic book. Can you, can you share some of your experiences coming up with, uh, working with some of these uh, stories? Or working uh, up with some of okay, stories? first of all, um, I started writing story as far back as comic book. 
as far back as 2010. I started okay. when I was in university. Back then, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was doing my. You were writing, sir. I was sharing writing. You were I wasn't professional. I think it was a year after 2012 that I met you. Okay. Sometime 2012, wow. December 2012, or year about. Ten plus years yes. ago. There was a story we were working on. I remember we entered the bus, uh, we were talking about Man of Steel. Okay. And how Man of Steel could get to Man of Steel 3. Yeah, 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 yeah. After Man of Steel, yes. yes. I remember we, that. We had that discussion, and we were, we were working on stories. Uh, now, one of the first stories that I actually did I publish is called. Um, Nigerians, basically. Nigerians. It was initially called Nigerian Ninjas, but wanted but something. Right. <laughs> wanted something a little bit more flamboyant. Okay. More, more eccentric, so we called it Nigerians. Basically, um, our main focus is about a character called Masaya, who is a Nigerian ninja. Now, you would expect something like knives and katanas, you know, like kunais, but. He uses between slippers hey, and rubber bands. That's a Nigerian mama. <laughs> he uses, you know, to fight. Um, I work on it with a wonderful artist called um, Alan Kenny. Okay. And a master colorist called Jen Fischer, who is a German who is all the way in Germany. All right. So we've been doing that for a couple of years. So and we're trying to, and we're currently on break and we're trying to refocus how we want to package the story. That, 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 that looks more on the comedy end of things, right? Yeah, it's, it's, ma yeah, it's majorly comedy. Uh, okay. The, the villains in the first story are called the Agbada, Agbada guy. <laughs> and they are a real story. Their aim is that they want the whole world to be wearing Agbada. That's, that's, that's their... That, that's their, their terrorism effort yes. is to turn everybody into an Agbada wearing... That would be a much cooler Agbada. world. <laughs> they want everyone so. Our, our, our protagonist has to stop these guys from wearing Agbada. I don't spoil the story. Okay, okay. No spoilers, no spoilers. I'm sure you have a link for Nigerians. You okay. guys have where you yeah, can read yeah, what it's on. It's, for now, it's on Facebook. It's free to read, but that may change very soon. Very soon. All right, so now that is the comedy end of things. Yes. Come on, we know you for a lot of other things. Yeah. Well, what other um, projects have you worked on? Um, okay, in 2017, I was lucky to publish or write. Africa's first known comic book crossover event titled Spirit Wars. Spirit Wars That's from Vortex, I think? Yeah, Vortex. Yeah, Vortex. So okay. Spirit Wars is basically a story about the amalgamation of all Vortex comic characters. Alright. And one of those characters belongs to this... June 12, yes, I know. Called June 12. And the, right? the story is basically about a... Well, a spirit or an, an old spirit, I don't know. I don't want to spoil the story. Basically, Basically you spirit, spirit yeah, wars. a spirit that um, goes to fight a war against the angels, and, and which, causes, wars yeah, which causes a lot of um, issues. Bound to have issues on, on yeah. Earth. But what was the experience writing that? What was it like? What are the things like obstacles, challenges, getting to put that story together? That's a lot of worlds colliding. It was, it was, it was, it was hell. Oh really? <laughs> I, have, I, have to, I have to be honest. It was, it was, it was, it was crazy. So I had to read the singular issues of each of the characters, wow. the character comics, to understand who they were, where they were, and what they were doing. Okay. The way they spoke, how they reacted, and the best place that I would be able to fit them in in this story as well as yeah, going on, because I couldn't have. Um, a character like, for example, Ojiju yeah. in a club. 
No. <laughs> it, it wouldn't make sense. From everything that character is, yes, all I the background and things already built. I could have had, you know, dreams of driving around in a car. No. It, it would, it no, it's not going to so happen. I had to read all this and understand these characters. Now, I had to weave the story in in such a way that it didn't feel forced. Okay. That was another thing that, that, flew, was, very, connection. that, that was very important for me was to ensure it wasn't forced. It wasn't like Mortal Kombat where... Oh my God, I didn't know what I was thinking about. I, I wouldn't even want to say anything about Mortal Kombat. So I was going around and saying, I choose you to be my champion and yes, all that. Yes, you will be chosen. Yeah, I wanted it to feel like it was part of the story, that the motivations were personal for them. Yeah, they had okay. their own personal reason for joining. That's some a better reason. coincidence, some personal, you know, there are certain things Something that drove them into like, you know, I'm going to do this. Yes, so that, that was, those were some of the things. Now, another major aim for Spirit Wars was to spotlight on each character. Exactly, so that, that was characters don't get lost in not, the whole no, thing. Not just them getting lost, so that readers could actually follow those characters to their own titles. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Enough about yeah, them. Yeah, to there's point a, spr- a spreadsheet on, on June 12th, walking around the world in like a millisecond. Interesting. So that's a feat that trumps what Dr. Manhattan and Superman does. Sorry, Carlo Bevel. I can't is saying something. He just said something that I think is kind of important. He's asked a question here. Hold on. Instagram keeps giving us a bit of a headache. Um, so I, I guess we'll have to find something else in there. So uh, we're, we're very much on Facebook Live. We're going back again on, on Instagram. Carl Agoba said, when are you inviting me to one of these shows? Carl, you didn't have to ask twice. We are thinking about this. We're going to get you on the show. I'll contact you after this episode and we can work out something to get you on the show. All right. So, and then uh, Benga Benga says, uh, Najinjas making the whole world wear Agbada. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's something that, we, you know, we, we wanted to be creative about. Ironically, the, the title of the arc is called the National Kick Saga. National. Okay. People definitely have to go read this. It, it, it looks like an interesting one. And somebody of, I mean, look at what you are talking about now. Najinja's comedy and, and then uh, Spirit Wars. Yes, super like the other uh, extreme of that. Um, uh, there's, there's a person that for a while did not believe that I was the writer of books. He yeah. didn't believe. It's kind of difficult to see. He, he didn't believe. Most writers are specific to a particular area often. They, they are not exactly versatile in terms of writing comedy versus writing uh, action, writing superheroes, versus writing drama or, or horror and all but, that. Well, I think part of the reason, like I said, understanding yourself is key. Because I understood who I was as a writer, it kind of made things a little bit easier for me okay. um, when writing things. Because flow is in everything. And I always love to flow. And every story I do, there's a flow. So when it matter whether it's comedy yeah. or superheroes. Yeah, the only thing I don't really write is horror because I'm not a big fan of horror. Okay. Personally, I don't those images, you know. Read yeah, I'm not a big fan, but I can write it. But it's all about you know watching, reading that genre and understanding, and understanding. And flowing with that genre. Okay. Now, um, I'm also working on Reiki, the amazing girl with Isis. Ah yes, Reiki. Yes, our much delayed, much in the works. Project. I mean, we had a few uh, episodes of the of the character out a while back on uh, Nano Comics, and we're working at a revamp of the character right now. So Mamode is uh, penning that. That's a fantasy story, actually, uh, built around 
uh, Francis in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah, of some sort. So there, there's a lot going on in that one. Completely from on this one. You are going to say something. Yeah, I, I was about to say that Rekia is basically the story about a girl who becomes a reason. Ha 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 ha! All right. Now there's a lot more to it that you guys should wait for. That there's a whole world building in it, and all things being created. Now going back to our topic for today regarding uh, having a story and telling a story. Are there tips you have uh, for writers out there regarding? Okay, how do you get your story from what's in your head to what everybody else can enjoy and benefit from? Um, well, my tips, like I said, the first thing I like to do is understanding who you are as a writer. Yeah. I believe writing is like a set. I don't know if you know set in mathematics, the one with the yes. circles. Around so them. each writer starts from the edge. Okay. There's each writer starts from one edge. The middle is the perfect balance. Okay. So there's dialogue, there's fighting, there's plots, mm-hmm. there's romance, narration, narration there's all of that, that. flow. Yeah, flow all of that. in different sets. So each writer starts at an edge. And walks you need to way. Yeah, exactly. You need to understand where your edge is so that you can walk your way to the middle, which is the perfect balance, having all that ground. Or everything is put together exactly. the way you want it. Exactly. Okay. So that's one of the key things about understanding yourself. Now, when when you're starting, you want to put a lot of the things you're good at in your story. Okay. Because it gives you the time to learn all that things. For example, um, Master S, when I started, had some dialogue, the next thing there's a fight scene. Then yep. some dialogue, the next thing there's a fight scene. Master S. Exactly. You can actually break a lot of rules when you're writing comedy. Exactly. But the idea was, because I was comfortable, you know, and choreographing fight scenes, yeah. I ensured that when we got to the fight scenes, I put a lot of pages, a lot of time into creating those fight scenes. So okay. those are one of, that's one of the tips that I'll give um, writers. Lean towards what you are good at when you are starting, then learn the other things. Okay, I always now, start from the known. Exactly. Now, in terms of comic book, one of the things I like to do is movement in terms of environment. Alright. If, if you're someone who reads my book, you notice that, or what I write, you notice that my characters tend to move from one place to another, literally. Okay. They don't just stay in one place, they don't just stay stagnant. So from the kitchen to the bedroom, outside, into a car, the car moves, goes to a bus stop, the body bus, the body plane. It's a it's kind of a tip to keep the pace moving. of the story moving. Okay, let me let me quickly recognize Shion Ruka just joined on Instagram saying what's good. Thank you very much. Everything is good, Shion Ruka. Thanks for doing that. And then I can talk about guy say, Hey my mother hello really saying hi, I can talk about saying you are here. I, I think I think you had some work with the uh, Comic Republic a while back. No, 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 not no, at all. No, no, okay. No. All right. So uh, vortex largely and all no, of that. Nothing with Comic Republic. Okay. No, no. So no, no. You are also talking about things that help you build better stories. Yes. What are those? Where, where do you get some of those tips from? I mean, you 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 learned a few things along the way, like you already said. Work with your strengths and then learn some things along. Yeah, I learned some things from you as well. Okay. Thank you very much <laughs> for that. I appreciate. I learned some things from different writers. What what I like to do is look at what people are doing. Look at what they've done and okay. how, you know, to learn for both their mistakes and their advantages. One of the first pe- persons I learned from while writing was Artis Ulua. Artis okay, Ulua gave me the idea of, you know, how to script for comic book, paneling and all yeah, that. Yeah, and that's yeah. a whole different thing entirely. Storytelling for screenplay, storytelling for stage plays, everything for comic book, for novels, for animation, completely different. So he taught me about planning and all that and he taught me about giving room for your artist 
to partner yes. in that story. And also ensure that your story, you're never close-minded about the story. So okay. if you say, Junto must be the bad guy. Mm. You should always have, you know, the possibility, the possibility that it might do some good. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. what if you do some good accidentally or intentionally or has to because of this? Keep that exactly. Because that could cause some difficulty in terms of when you're translating into other mediums. For example, now, people are going nuts about the black Superman that's going to be called Kent. And for me, what I always say is the story is what's key for me. Okay, so sorry, I, I gotta say this. I can never kind of guy say, don't ever invite Carl Bebo unless it's a conversation about Superman only. Carl, is that true? Your name, your name, Carl, your name, Carl, no. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's look at it. If, I mean, we can spread all day talking about Superman. Come on, that, that's gotta be the hero of heroes out there. So we possibly can do that, but. I'm sure we'll find a way to rope with some other characters besides my mind to bring uh, Carl on there. Thanks very much for the word, Akitab. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, so. So I was saying that he taught me about that and I learned a lot of things. Now, for a while, like I was telling you before I started the show, I was trying to learn writing from, you know, my own way of learning, you know, learning by myself, looking at what other like people Like most writers, self-taught. <laughs> self-taught, then looking at what other people are doing in the comic books place and all that. And for a while, a lot of people were telling me, you know, you don't know what you're doing, you need a tutor, you need an article and all that. And I thought, you know, me thinking that my story should have an ending before I start and all that was hogwash. Ah. Then I stumbled upon um, Pixar's 22 rules, rules of storytelling. Story okay, you shared that with yes. me. Yeah. And rule number seven, if I'm not mistaken. Let me find that. We're, we're going to share this link with everybody. Come up with your ending before you figure out your middle. Seriously, Seriously endings are hard. Get, you get yours walking up front. That is an actual, I'm going to share the link uh, on the pages out there so you guys can also read the same thing. That is an interesting thing. Yeah, and the moment you know, I saw this, it was like when Moses went to the mountain oh. and found the Ten Commandments. I, you know, I literally told myself, you know what, I am on the right path. Obviously, yeah, not everybody would agree with this, people yeah. use different methods, but for what I was doing, I, I felt I was on the right path. So, I always think of my endings. Now, endings can change, writers out there, endings can change, endings never stay stagnant, but it's good to have an ending so that you know where you're going. Guide points. Yes, you know where you're going. Yeah. So, if the hero was going to beat the villain without killing him, and along the line you realize, oh, the villain is to die. You can easily change it to the hero kills them. But when you don't know your ending, you can be, you can might end up in a situation where both of them just die. Exactly. Oh. No Somebody walk yeah. away. So no. I use those, um, those, those rules as a guide. As a guide, starting out, and it always helped, also helped me as I'm learning who I am as a writer. Okay. The more I learn, who I am as a writer, the more, you know, you start creating your own rules. Okay. All For right. example, the flow principle is something that I even use while I'm paneling in terms of art. For okay. example, I'm not someone who likes someone walking towards the door and the next thing is inside. Uh, I usually like walking towards the door, opens. maybe I start opening the door, then the other side. Okay. And when I'm scripting, there's a recent, I can't, I can't, um, you about give story, all the full details. But there's a recent script I did about the, you know, viewing from above ground on the ground. Mm. Now some people would cut, but what I did was to truly transition from Let above the ground move. going, yeah, exactly, like 
I can do it. Like a movie. I can do it. Exactly. Instead of a cut. Exactly. In comic book script. So that's how I try to write. And someone has said I like to give my, my books a cinematographic feel. Well, yeah. tell about storytelling. Yeah. That works for it. Yeah. That, that's what it is. She said something. She said, said Rorschach. You know Rorschach now, the character yes. from. Yes. Is that um, what it calls you? No, I, well, I don't know. I don't Show, have you have to explain yourself, you mysterious oh, being. Really you. Is I, I don't know what that that guy can be funny. funny. All right, I says, Mamode Ogoone is a great writer. Spirit Universe was really cool until it stopped um, halfway. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't even get to half. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, I believe um, the head of Vortex Comics, Shonto Adru, I do the Chuku. I don't suppose that Sonto would be in the first position to, to explain start. why. So perhaps yes. we, should, we should hit him on with that. So now, uh, with all intents and purposes, let me just share that um, uh, link right now for those out there who might want to check it out. Yeah, and Akin Toba is a brilliant writer. He's a writer. No, Akin Toba is awesome. He's an amazing writer and a song that you know, I, I really respect. And um, he's doing wonderful that um, coming to the public with his major title, his baby visionary. And then Shomodukoya too, another awesome one. I mean, we had him on the show two, three episodes ago as well. And all that. I mean, he writes awesome the world and we're open to actually do some work with him here at IC Studios. On the day we can afford him. <laughs> okay. Shomodukoya says, Alan Moore said Rokshak's ending was brought about by the character. He wasn't supposed to die initially. Okay, so ultimately it was a character as the story was being told, that created its, its own death in the story by, by virtue of what they say right now. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So there was an ending before, but as the character progressed, it was like, you know, it's yeah, going it, to it, die. Which is why, you know, the rule says, or according to Pixar, what I believe is, you know the beginning, you know the end. Along the way, things yeah. will change. Things will change, but at least have your, yes. your basic. Know, know what you want to do. I, I think it's, I had the point about Rosach, uh, Ros, uh, Rosach, right? Rosach, right? Yes. Right there. That's voila. So he has the, I mean, from what he has said, the character looks like the character who never gives up and it's all about justice and things. Yeah. So you think a character like that who finds out that one of his friends is the one doing we'll this, keep will keep quiet and, I don't know, he said, you better kill me. <laughs> that was the only way that it was going to end anyway. So, Mamode, thank you very much for joining us today. I know we have a lot more to cover than what we have covered so far and we will get to do a lot of that. We keep trying to make sure the show is within an hour. In fact, I was able to like a tattoo for the five minutes. The last time I asked her uh, and she would look at her head, was a two hours no holds bar conversation we try to keep it going an hour to make sure that a lot of people can actually watch this post uh, the live broadcast as well so thanks again for everybody that joined us today it's always awesome having you guys here i hope i've been able to share a little bit of tips regarding how to ensure your stories can translate from you having that story into you telling the story and understanding the fact that um uh, being a story writer i mean the storyteller are two very different things and the difference between your quality output uh, might be uh, that link between your story and your telling of that story. How do you translate, according yes. to what you said, uh, translate from having that story into telling that story specific to your audience and the content as it is. I've shared a link in there, one of the inspirations that uh, Mamode assures me gets him into better writing. So perhaps uh, we all can uh, benefit from that. If you're just joining us uh, right now while well, you're on to the uh, laser end of this, but you can still watch uh, this episode on my page on Facebook and part of it on Instagram, but you can listen to the entire podcast on uh, www.anchor.fm that's www.anchor 
anchor.fm slash create or die trying. So until I see you guys again, uh, same time next week, eat mobile to everybody. Remember to create or die trying. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great one. Thank you very much. Thank you. Be good, guys.